hey, we're getting you ready for Thanksgiving weekend. You're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. And one of them, as we mentioned, certainly has to be Hockey Canada. This story moving forward today and who knows where it is going to go almost hour by hour. Big names pulling aside, bigger organizations like the International Ice Hockey Association weighing in. And we have Nike announcing that they have stopped their their sponsorship and connection with Hockey Canada. Taylor McKee is back with us, and we're glad that he is. Taylor is with Brock University, specializing in sports management, where he's an assistant professor. Taylor, good evening. Happy Friday. Thank you so much for having me again. All right. Uh, Since the last time we spoke, there has been a flurry of action. Nike, big name, also uh, a very stiff comment from the International Ice Hockey Association. Let's start with Nike Taylor. Uh, What does this mean? It's drip, drip, drip. I mean... uh, what are we looking at in your opinion right now? I think we are hearing the bell is tolling for Hockey Canada right now. I mean, this seriously looks like a very, very, very severe, severe outcome for them. Certainly losing the support or at least having uh, comments from the IIHF, the International Ice Hockey Federation. For them to say, you know, Hockey Canada, you got to do better. you got to do more than better. Um, they have been relatively quiet on this issue since the entire summer. So that was going to feel like a pretty... A stiff betrayal on that part if you're on the part of Hockey Canada. So certainly we have reached a point now where we are past any action plan that's going to be released or any, you know, sternly worded statement from Hockey Canada. Anything less than drastic, drastic action is not going to be met with anything other than than, than calls for more change here. And the, the private sector uh, deciding to, to, to act the way they have is certainly an indication that change of a drastic source is probably right around the corner. You know, hockey is getting pulled in this in so many ways. Some of the sponsors say, you know, they're pulling out. They're going to switch direction here. Taylor, this is not just about Hockey Canada now. It's it's broadened. That's a great point. That's an excellent point. I mean, we're dealing here now with a World Junior Tournament that's going to take place in just two months. Even though we just had one two months ago. And young athletes and young hockey players are going to have cameras and, and microphones stuck in front of them. And they're going to be called to answer for what is now two, three, four decades or more of mismanagement by Hockey Canada. And parents are being asked, you know, tough or having to ask tough questions of their local hockey associations, of their provincial hockey associations. This is spiraled into a scandal that has really called into question what is Canada's relationship with the people that run this game. And it's something that is so important to remember when we're talking about this issue once again is, again, Hockey Canada does not own hockey in this country. And I believe I've said this before to you, and it's now never been more clear to me that they are the custodians of this game. They are supposed to be taking care of it, and they certainly have failed in that responsibility recently. What about NHL stars? What about hockey players? Are we hearing enough from them? Are we hearing anything from them? You know, hearing things from NHL players at the best of times is a very, very dicey concept for for most journalists. Getting anything regarding candor or any sort of honesty is very, very, very tough. And in fact, some of the things we have heard have been actually pretty counterproductive. And it leads me to the point where you almost wonder if there's anything that can even be gained by sticking microphones in front of them because they are so unbelievably, unbelievably trained and also products of the same system. I mean, I believe we had one of the world's greatest hockey players who said, you know, I really love the, you know, my time in hockey Canada and I really support hockey Canada, clearly oblivious to what he was saying in that moment, which is a tantamount to saying, you know, I don't really think there's anything wrong with hockey Canada, which is the wrong tactic and not what he intended to say. So, 
if we're looking for NHLers to be advocates of this change, the way that I think we've seen in the NBA and that we've seen in other sports, I think that we are going to be sorely disappointed in the way that NHLers generally relate to the media in general. But I am rather surprised that NHLers haven't taken ownership of this more seriously because, as you pointed out with your last question, this, this scandal is no longer just a Hockey Canada-specific one. It's about hockey mm-hmm. and Canadians more broadly. You know, I'm just looking at some news here that Hockey Canada, this is from Rick Westhead, who has been out in front of this story reporting even some of the early allegations. Hockey Canada has gone to federal court late today to fight the release of sensitive financial information the government has agreed to disclose in connection with an Access to Information Act request. So journalists clearly are crawling all over this, and now they're trying to stop that Financial information, Taylor, this is also not a good look. Transparency, even at this moment, as things are crumbling down, does not seem to be there. Well, you're absolutely right. And they're, they've almost left themselves with no other options here because they, while they claimed in, in June and July to be the champions of transparency, clearly at every stage, including the stage you just mentioned here with the, relation, uh, the, the fighting of the release of the Freedom of Information Act, they know that if Canadians found out the, the, the gory details of what's going on there, that this would not help their case. That's bad news. I mean, one of the things that was so distressing about what Andrea Skinner said is when she mentioned that she felt that Hockey Canada was being scapegoated unfairly is you needed to hear at that point or at any point throughout the situation, are we going to hold ourselves to a higher standard? You bet. Because we're hockey's, we're, hockey is Canada's number one game here. We have the, the most dollars, the largest platform. We're going to hold ourselves to a standard that no other sports held to, and we welcome that challenge. We want it. We welcome being a part of the conversation of, of driving this forward. We're looking to do things differently, and we want this to be hard. But no, it was like, well, mealy-mouthed and said, well, well poor, poor us, and we're treated so differently. And the situation, again, where, where if they're going to fight in federal court to release these documents, I mean, they might as well just come out and say it's really, really, really bad, even if it's yeah. not. So, mm-hmm. again, this this complete almost allergic quality to taking responsibility is going to end up being on their epitaph is one of the reasons that we have a new organization not called Hockey Canada, if that's the way this ends up. Yeah, and some of the reporting is they're saying that Hockey Canada's competitors would gain a financial advantage. Who's competing with Hockey Canada? On the one hand, they're saying they're the bottom line and the rinks will go dark and melt. On the other hand, they're trying to stop this. Taylor, I've never seen anything like it in a crisis. I have never seen a reaction like this. Have you? Oh, gosh, no. I mean, it it really doesn't. Again, if you follow the way that Hockey Canada has been run for, for many years, this isn't necessarily surprising. What's surprising isn't necessarily that this has occurred. It's that at every stage, they seem to have doubled and tripled and quadrupled down on what is really, really, really bad advice. So, And we know that they're paying a lot of money for someone to help them through this crisis. I hope for everyone's sake involved in the way this is being managed that this is just just rogue agents acting at all times because this is unbelievably bad crisis management, top to bottom. And, you know, when you're mentioning here this notion of competitors, I mean, I think they're trying to imagine us in some sort of sporting marketplace where parents are deciding on dollars between basketball and hockey and all these other winter sports. Hockey has a privileged place at the center of the Canadian sporting landscape, something that has taken a century or more for it to gain. I mean, they're the ones that are jeopardizing that place. Their only competitor is themselves at this point. They are negotiating against themselves, uh, trying to get people out of hockey. I mean, the only job they have is take care of this game and don't have parents not sign up for hockey. They actively want to spend money on it. And yet here we are in a situation in which we're looking for ways at, at trying to build a new 
Hockey Canada without Hockey Canada's own branding, even though you're looking at a, a brand that is worth, frankly, probably billions if you consider what that, that, that logo means to Canadians across this country. What it used to mean, what it used to mean. Taylor McKee, Assistant Professor in Sports Management at Brock University. Thank you, Taylor, uh, hour by hour. Uh, who knows? Thank you for your analysis. Once again, I hope you have a fantastic Thanksgiving weekend. We appreciate your Thank time. You. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Marlene Bynan, and this is On Point. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.